Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Hello. 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 Did you ever watch the Three Stooges growing up? Yes. Does that shit even still come on? That or like the old school little rascals? Oh, the old school little rascals. You know how racist that shit probably was? (laughs) Like, (laughs) you ever watch some really old shit you grew up on? You'd be like, God damn it, that was racist. (laughs) Yes. Uh, didn't we talk about that Bugs Bunny and all that shit Tom and Jerry yeah is you is or is you ain't my baby <laughs> cooning so uh, I guess when we start we're gonna start uh, first off R.I.P. Diane Carroll oh no she's the same age my grandmother was Diane Carroll was bad today. She bad AF. <laughs> like, were you bad for multiple fucking decades? Bad and bougie. She's so, she was so old, she starred in a movie with Dorothy Dandridge. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Like, that shit's wild. Yeah, she been, she been out here in these streets. Remember when she was on, um, wasn't she on an episode of The Cosby Show? She was on a different world. She was Whitley's mom. A different world. That's what it was. I knew it was one of those. She was 60 then. Mm -hmm. Fine as hell. Mm -hmm. What is that? Oh. Yeah. um, R.I.P. to her and Miss Lundy. Yes. I didn't even know that she was sick. I just saw her. I don't want to say just, but it was at least within the last year. Yeah, it was a couple months ago because you mentioned it. Yeah, I saw her um, at the mall. She was in Belt, and we were um, talking about actually Miss Massey and um, Austin passing, and I was just asking if she had heard from Miss Massey. And, uh, yeah, shit's just crazy. Like, cancer is getting out of control. And I feel like it's just, like, it's one of those things that you can't, like, there's so many, like, diets and, you know, like, workout plans and and things that they tell us that we need to do to avoid, you know, any kinds of cancer. But it's just, like, sometimes even the healthiest people can't get that shit and it cuts across all lines uh racially economically uh sexes yeah genders uh, ages like kids be getting it right and it's it's just crazy yeah so uh condolences to uh quentin yes. 
reached out to him yet because I just don't really have the words. I don't really know. Yeah, that's a lot. And I don't even know if he even is responsive. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. If he wasn't because that shit is a lot. So, yeah. Damn. It's, it's a lot of crazy shit going on. Yeah, it is. How was your weekend? What you do? Um, A and M homecoming. I didn't do nothing for homecoming yeah. too. <laughs> and I was so mad to see everybody post all these pictures. I'm like, God damn it! I kind of did, but not for real, for real. What you did? Um, so I wanted to be like in the mix, but not like all the way in the all mix. the way in the mix. <laughs> so Friday, I was like, damn, I want to do something, but I don't know what. Then I was like, oh, three thousand bar. So um. Ended up going to 3000 Bar after work. Didn't really get there till like close to midnight, which was fine. Met up with um, Casey and Ashley. Shout out to them. Of course, they had a VIP, t- VIP table because they bougie. <laughs> um, and just drank with them. And like <laughs> drinking to catch up is like... <laughs> The devil. <laughs> the motherfucking devil. Because <laughs> I was wasted in like an hour. An hour's time. I want to say... They had like three or four shots. Of course, we had a bottle at the table. There was hookah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what I did Friday night. And Saturday, I went to uh, Miller's just to see Todd, one of the bartenders. Um, I had a couple drinks there. Um, I had two drinks, and then I went home. And for some reason, I felt way more drunk. Saturday than Friday. Like, I actually had a legit hangover all day yesterday off of two Jameson drinks. And that's not me. <laughs> it might be a combination of just the weekend. I'm Maybe. I don't know. And I don't know. The weather changed, too. Like, it was pretty chilly um, Saturday night. Saturday was, it was like all the elements. It was like rain. It was rain out of nowhere. Wind, I don't think heat. anybody was even expecting rain. And it was hot as hell earlier. Yeah. And then, like. It was just a weird cold front with weird symptoms. It was a flu front. <laughs> <laughs> and then a good, so uh, homecoming was on tilt. Everybody was at homecoming. Yeah. I just don't know, bro. I'm, I started applying for other jobs. Like this weekend was like I was, was like the this is bullshit. <laughs> like I'm stuck up here on some bullshit, and everything else is gonna go on for the rest of the year. I can't do anything. I should have hit you up on uh, Saturday. I don't know what I was thinking. I probably just was thinking that you probably weren't trying to do nothing. <laughs> no, I was. I was just like, fuck this, some bullshit. Like I was just stewing the whole time. Like yo, this is some real life bullshit. Like I'm. 30 years old and I can't fucking do shit on any fucking week. That's how I be feeling. That's why I just pack my shit. I have a whole bag. Pack some clothes, change clothes after work and figure out what everybody else (laughs) is doing. Because I I hate feeling like that. Like missing out on everything. And I think that's why I just started saying fuck it to sleep and going out after work all the time. (laughs) Because (laughs) I don't know. When you work like that, you just need that social time. Yeah. Especially doing the shit I do. Like, I don't, I don't care no more. I'll take a pay cut. Not too much of a pay cut. Because <laughs> got to afford this bougie lifestyle that okay, I've already. Okay, <laughs> niggas got a house and shit. <laughs> right. So, but, I don't know, man. Like, this, 
because we pretty much like if I work a night shift, I'm pretty much working the same type of shift hours that you work. And like we were texting earlier, it's like man, like we were supposed to do this shit like at one. I was like man, fuck this shit. <laughs> this rain was like epic because it hadn't rained. It feels like in forty days. This is like <laughs> the epitome of like weather change right now. Like right. I love the transition from summer to fall. Stormy weather. Like shit just starts feeling cozier. And I wonder too, like I was thinking about this earlier today. I wonder if like when the weather matches your mood, if that's like cathartic in any kind of way. Like if it's sunny when you're happy, does it make you happier? Yes, it I, I think it does. Cause like a pretty day when like shit is going good, you're like, I'm just so happy. When it's rainy and you're not necessarily depressed, but just like chilling. Like, it just kind of adds to it in a good way, though. Like, bro, I've been listening to Charlie Parker all day. <laughs> oh, so just a bebop vibe, shit. A mood. <laughs> Laying in bed, like, on my bad bitch shit. Yeah, I've been listening to, like, chill vibey shit at night before bed, too. Like, I don't know. I've been on a jazz kick lately. That shit's crazy. But, yeah, I think. It's definitely jazz weather. It is. <laughs> And that's the other thing, man. Like, it's it's so many events going on. Like, stuff that you don't have to pay for. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I want to do all this shit. Like, for all these other years, I was just like, no, nah, I'm trying to get this bread. Fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like. You want to be out here in the mix? Yeah. I don't blame you. You only live once, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The money will come. The money will figure itself out. Somebody said, uh, um. The other thing is, somebody had tweeted the other day. They were like, "Your thirties are like your twenties with money." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, bro, I got, I ain't balling, but I got more money than I had in my twenties. I can't do shit. Yeah, all I can do is drink. So I become an alcoholic. <laughs> like <laughs> about one o'clock, I'll be lit. <laughs> Speaking of money in your thirties, so my mom had like let me know about like a job posting on her um, place of employment. She works for um, a government contracting company. I don't want to say who, but so like I was thinking about this too. It's like dollars an hour and I'm like, damn, that's good money. Like that's really fucking good money. I miss that kind of money. But you know, what's crazy is I, I don't know if this is like an adult thing for me to do this, but I really had to sit like, sit back and think about whether or not I actually wanted it. And like, normally I would have been like, okay, here's my resume, what I need to do. But I was like, for one, I feel like it'd be weird to work with my mom (laughs) because like any little mess up or like, what if I'm not catching on as fast? Like, I just feel like anything could be a reflection of her. And then I don't know, like that, that's one thing. But another thing is like the last time I jumped on a job for money, it wrecked me. So I'm kind of having to think like now I'm having to think like, is this something that I actually want to do? Cause it's, it's an uh, administrative position, but it administrative, like you'll have a consistent schedule and shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm just weighing options. Like, like the job I applied for is the only reason I want to do that shit is cause I'm tired of working. Like, the the late night shift that and i'm tired of having like i just want to have 
a regular, like, just corporate-ass fucking job. Yeah. Where the corporate structure is there and people can't do certain shit. See, and that's another thing I'm weighing, too, is I don't even know if I want a regular-ass corporate, like, office job anymore. Like, I don't, I'm I'm at a weird place where I just don't know what the fuck <laughs> I want right now. And I'm like, do I need to just start, like, hardcore pursuing and promoting promoting like my makeup business and get into that heavier because there's always money in that um or i don't know i'm just the way i'm looking at it is if i can get like a normal hour job it'll free me up to network in ways that can benefit all our side shit yeah i'm just trying not to make an impulse decision just because of money I'm so burnt out now. I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's cause I'm not happy. So yeah. the money I'm making, even like if I take a pay cut, the money I'm making is I'm just like fucking blowing it. Cause I'm just unhappy. So I'm buying stupid shit. Buying shit, trying to fill a void. Exactly. Right. That's what I was doing. And now like I'm trying to date. I'm trying to do all this shit. And it's like, that's why I'm just like, what do I want to do? obviously making good money is not gonna hurt you know what i'm saying like trying to get my own place trying to get my credit back together trying to make shit happen but at the same time like if it's going to be a situation where i'm sacrificing mentally i don't want it (laughs) but if you can do it on certain certain terms that you haven't done it on in a while like a consistent schedule shit like that yeah and nepotism is always dope. So, <laughs> so I, I would definitely take a strike at that nepotism. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just still, I feel like I'm at a weird place. And I I think it's that pressure, like another birthday is coming. You're getting older. Yeah. Really figure your shit out. I've been in that mood or mindset for a couple months now. So I'm just like what are smart decisions anymore i don't know i don't know what smart decisions look like because then too i was thinking like what if i take it and realize i fucking hate it well, i don't know i know but then st- still like that puts guilt on me making my mom look bad especially if she's gonna go you know jump through some hoops and give good recommendations and you know all the stuff that parents do for kids when they're trying to get their kids on the job like i don't want to i don't want to make her look bad i think I feel you. Is I went through that too, like especially because I was I majored in education. Yeah. So my mom couldn't went through certain hoops, but part of me was like, I don't even like. She specifically was like, you can't work at Huntsville High because <laughs> <laughs> like I get like she was like I end up fighting and shit. <laughs> like she'll end up fighting somebody over me for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I understand that, but at the same time, man, that's what parents are for. <laughs> Nepotism. <laughs> Bro, I've been laughing about that shit all fucking week. Cause like I wish I had thought about it when we were first talking about what what. Like the religion thing, but I couldn't remember where I saved it. <laughs> um, so speak. 
going back to the Diane Carroll thing, mm-hmm. she plays so many amazing like roles, like legendary shit, like Julia, Different World, and uh, Dynasty, mm-hmm. and Carmen Jones with Dorothy Dandridge, mm-hmm. like I said, and Eve's Bayou. Bro, I watched Claudine for the first time the other day. It ain't no way in hell that movie could be made in 2019. Claudine. It's where her and James Earl Jones fall in love, and she has, like, six kids. And she's on welfare, so she has to hide James Earl Jones when the welfare lady comes by. I don't know nothing about that. The whole thing's on YouTube. What? It's a YouTube movie? No, like, it, it came out in the 70s. She actually was nominated for an Academy Award in it. But... Yeah, the whole thing is on YouTube. So I watched it. I was like, this shit is wild. Claudine. Yep. Because people, like, the day she died, like, Ava DuVernay was like, oh, this is my favorite movie of all time. My favorite childhood movie. And she posted the trailer of it. So I was like, man, I've always heard people talk about it, but I've never seen the movie. I ain't never heard nobody talk about it. Because the song from it is famous. Gladys Knight and the Pips did the soundtrack, and Curtis Mayfield wrote the, the uh Oh, that sounds like something thing. I need to watch. What's the... I'm trying to remember the most famous song from it. Oh, A Single Mother in New York. That's even worse. Oof. In the 70s. Oof. But they, like, they talk about, like, that woke shit, and then they also do a lot of super problematic shit, like just beating their kids and... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, dude, no wonder we were fucked up in the 70s. <laughs> I need to watch that. You know what I really want to see when it comes out? I don't know if uh, I said it already, but Queen and Slim. Yeah, I do want to see that. That shit looks so fucking lit. I th- when does it come out? Is it this weekend? It might be. I thought it was. It had in October. October 25th. Oh, the um, main. No, that's not it. The main songs from Claudine were On and On and The Makings of You, which is one of my favorite Curtis Mayfield songs. November 27th. Damn, why did I think it was in October? Anyway, yeah. You know, on the Joy, the Mm Jay-Z and Kanye song, that's the sample. Add a little sugar, (laughs) honeysuckle, a green happiness for you and me. Oh, with a dozen roses burned. <laughs> Man, that album is still fucking classic. Yes. The samples are lit. Especially Otis. Kanye is in his fucking bag and that fucking the production of that shit. We gotta talk about his ass. <sighs> I'm, I'm every done. time, every time we think that it, he's doing something good. He got man, I told you he hates his fans, bro. He hates his fans more than anything. He's like, let me blow this shit up. All this goodwill I didn't garner. I don't even think he hates his fans. I think he just don't give a damn no more. He a troll. My whole thing is, like, like just almost leaving politics aside. 
what? Why does he act like it's such a profound thing to say that the Republicans are the ones that freed slaves? I don't know. That literally doesn't mean anything. I don't know. I don't know. Like, and I'm sorry. It's not even like it'd be different if he was trying to like gain a new white following, but it's not like he doesn't already have plenty of white followers. That's why I mean Kanye be on this hotep shit. I'm like, it's what like, are you doing? Kanye is a member of the Ankrite. <laughs> like he be on that, like he be saying shit, thinking that it's gonna be profound and stuff. Like y'all didn't even know that Republicans were the ones that free slave nigga. Everybody so, that took history knows that shit. Okay, but now we see how shitty Republicans are, though. Like we, <laughs> <laughs> like I retweeted this dude. He said, uh, "Conservative logic." Um, Lincoln was a tyrant and uh he uh started a war just to uh go against states' rights. Also conservative logic. Republicans were the ones that freed slaves. Democrats were the ones that uh that were racist. Also Republican logic. <laughs> like they don't know what side to choose on. Like, cause people have such a lack of like history. Like saying uh the Republicans in 1860 are the exact same party as now is so fucking so, absurd. Yeah, that's not that's that, irrelevant. And it's like, what no have you done for me lately? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no correlation. No. And then they just use that as a diversion tactic. Just be like, oh, y'all didn't know that shit. Yes, nigga, we did we know did, that shit. But y'all are shit now. <laughs> and y'all keep bringing that shit up. <laughs> like, what have you done in the last 50 years? If y'all are the party of Lincoln. Right, exactly. Or the party of black people. What have you done that reflects that same wave that you're trying to show right. us that you on? Like, if you want us to vote Republican, okay, go about it a certain way. Talk about the things that the Republican Party can bring to the to black the community. Yeah. But don't just think, say, well, Democrats this are racist, what, too. Yeah. Nigga, we know that shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> you telling on yourself, though. Like, <laughs> like bro, do you really got to tell black people that uh, other white people are racist also? We know liberal racism exists. And then, but then you're admitting to it. So I it's know. just like. But, but they're racist also. You're proving our point. <laughs> you're like, okay. So clearly we will vote for racist people. <laughs> you just got to fuck with our shit. Yeah, it's stupid. And then he, he waited till he was in the whitest city possible to do that shit. He was in Salt Lake uh, City, Utah. Utah. Ain't no niggas out there. At all. That's where niggas go maybe to vacation sometimes. I did hear that Salt Lake City is dope as fuck. So though. did I. <laughs> <laughs> While we shit no like, ain't no niggas out there, but we try to be niggas out there. <laughs> Trying to go sometime. Um, but yeah, he didn't do that shit in Detroit, Atlanta, or Chicago. Wonder why. Good point. That nigga ain't shit. He know he's he's like King Pander. But is he even pandering at this point? The only people that are liking that shit are like fake trolls on Twitter. I think so. I think it's pandering. But what is it to gain? Like it's not. That's gain. what I'm saying. But I think that nigga off his meds again. But if that album drop, I'm gonna listen to it. Like I ain't shit, bro. Like I can. That's admit another it. thing too is he still ain't say shit about the album. That's the other thing, man. Every time 
the album don't come out, that's when he want to get that's back when he on his. Do some stupid shit. Let me say, slavery don't ex- uh, was a choice. Like, sir, like deliver a fucking album, bro. Just give us some shit. Like, maybe I think maybe he's doing that because he's like, if I get on their nerves real quick, they won't be worried about you know this album being right. late that I've been promoting for the last year. Now I can uh, I can skip out on on having to do what I said I was gonna do because now niggas hate me. But no, sir, we hate you and we still want your music. <laughs> <laughs> we hate you, but make dope music. Give us the good music and leave us alone. Your album, I mean, your uh, record company is literally good music. That's all we're here <laughs> literally. for. Literally, make some dope sh- uh, shoes and shit, and then sell us your fucking music. Give us the fashions. You are not a political. And give us the tunes. That's all we want from you. We don't want no political commentary, fashions and tunes, right. and the cute kids. We are here for them. Right. <laughs> we gave you three out of four. This is, don't give us the fourth. <laughs> so yeah, um, I just I don't know what to. I don't know where to be at on the Kanye spectrum right now. Like, man, I ain't fucking with the album come out. Like, fuck this shit. And if the album's whack, fuck it. Yeah. But I'm not deleting any of his previous work out of my fucking uh, catalog of music. <laughs> fuck y'all. Is Juice a hypocrite? Yes. But. We all are. Right. We all make concessions. It's just like when people start uh, saying that, oh, you're on some capitalist bullshit. We all make concessions with capitalism. Is it exploitive to different people? Of course. But. So it makes and, the world go round, right? <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna are we gonna approach this like adults? Or are we gonna approach this like children? And be like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, nigga, you got bills to pay just like me. Okay, so what you gonna do? do what you gotta do? <laughs> What's this socialist dream you're gonna come up with that's gonna pay your fucking bills. light bill? Okay, yeah. So, speaking of which, I gotta pay my goddamn light bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is bullshit. Bills suck. Bills are fucking trash. Ghetto. <laughs> I wouldn't uh wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> but uh yeah, so Kanye's on his fucking bullshit. And then speaking of uh coonish niggas, uh if you got murdered in your house <laughs> and your sibling. Ooh. Decided that they were gonna hug your murderer and say, "Hopefully, we can become friends one day." What do you think uh, your heavenly self would do? I be like, "God, just let me get one real quick." Come to that nigga's drinks, nigga. Are you fucking serious? It's <laughs> so many, so many, so many things. So many conversations have been had about this too. Like I was listening to um to Charlemagne talk about it. And some of his views were like, you know, that's, um, what's the word? What is the word? Basically like indoctrinated, indoctrined along those lines. Like we are just trying to do what we can and make sure that we please white people still. And even in ways that I think, 99% 99% of white people would actually agree with us. Like, if we were, if he, like, let's just say he was just like, I ain't fucking with her. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna be like, well, you should. I mean, it'll be people that might think that, but ain't nobody gonna come out and say, well, I understand. 
Yeah. Like, we go above and beyond to make people think that, oh, we some good niggas. Yeah. So, I'm thinking about it along these lines. Like, I'm putting myself in the shoes of the sibling. So, if somebody murdered my sibling, I'm not giving out no hugs. (laughs) I'm not giving out no no sympathy, no empathy. I'm not, it ain't none of the pathies that I'm giving (laughs) out. (laughs) It ain't like, it ain't no love. It ain't no friendship. It ain't no. It, it ain't no forgiveness because like the details of the story I didn't even know the details but they were saying that like she was texting another cop a married cop yeah her partner on her way up there freaky shit and so I'm just like bitch the fuck but like I just, I just still can't understand I can't understand how you get into somebody else's shit and not realize that you not at fucking home. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, everybody's homes have a smell. Yes. <laughs> so as soon yes. as you walk into your place and it don't you, smell like your place. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And then it don't look like your place. Yeah. And then you see somebody else in there and your first thought is somebody else is in my shit. And was sitting on the couch eating ice cream, bro. I want to know if she is on drugs. If she was on drugs, if she was drunk, if she was her blood uh, test came back, I don't think she she was on anything. But my whole thing is, when I come home at night, any place I've ever lived, I always look at the door. Every time I come in this house, I look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. In my apartment, I always looked at the numbers. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't never been that tired that I done walked in the wrong place. But then, too, like, my door, I'm not the type of person that leave my house doors unlocked. So. I mean, I I do. If I could just walk into my, well, first, yeah, I don't know. I guess if I'm walking into somebody else's house and their door is unlocked and I'm using my key, there's no way that I would really know that it was already unlocked. But I don't know, like. I don't know. Like it, it just don't make no sense to me. And then I just have a feeling she's not gonna serve no. all of that time, especially with her being a police officer. My my <laughs> whole thing is that she um. All right, all right. First off, she gets in the house. She avoids that the red rug is not there. I mean that the red rug is there. Mm-hmm. She sees a man on the couch eating, about to eat ice cream. He says, hey, hey, hey. Your instinct is to pull a gun, shoot him. Once you realize you're in the wrong apartment, you don't do uh, emergency response. Like, you None don't, of the regular no first safety aid protocol. shit. Yeah. And then you're like, I wasn't trained to do that. Bitch, you a fucking liar. <laughs> now you're making yourself look bad as a cop. Right. You're a first responder. You're literally trained to do that. And I would think if I shot somebody who I know is innocent, and when she said that, I wouldn't be calling and texting my fucking uh, partner be like, I need your help. I'm yeah. trying to save motherfucker's save life. His life. Yeah. A fucking, Especially if you realize that you fucked up immediately. Right. Like, you need to be trying to save his life. But she was trying to cover her own ass. And then all this shit, and then it's proven that she's just fucking only thinking about herself the entire time 
and trying to cover her own ass. And then she starts crying. And all these niggas in this courtroom are trying to make sure that she's okay. She's okay. She killed somebody. For no reason. In cold blood. Point blank range. In his own fucking house. In his motherfucking house. And they had the nerve to wanna to 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 want to say that she could uh be she, I can't even fucking oh, tell. Is uh castle the castle doctrine. The castle doctrine, yeah. That I'm she like, can kill somebody in your own place. You don't have to uh run and hide stand your ground. Stand your much. ground, yeah. So I'm like, this is not stand your ground. This is not your ground to stand. I know. Bitch, you don't own this shit. This is not your shit. What ground are you standing? That's the ultimate uh white privilege be like man, that's like in my house and your house that's the worst i think the the worst example of gaslighting yes <laughs> it's like even your shit ain't your shit it's ours where where they do this shit at i just i have my mind is always blown at these motherfucking situations and i still you know what the, it made me think of it's like where is george zimmerman nowadays too like wilding the fuck out somewhere out here he got off scot-free they don't fucking care about us and that shit it hurts i've kind of i couldn't watch all the trial shit it it made me feel sick slapped in the face and then for look all right i ain't even saying you gotta if you're his family. I ain't even saying you got to be like, I hope that bitch die. If you felt that way, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, that's not the Christian thing to do. No, that's probably how I would feel, honestly. <laughs> but also, like, even if you just have indifference to her, just like, man, fuck her, she killed my fucking brother. That's where I'm at. To do all this shit in the fucking courtroom, even if you feel like you may be able to find forgiveness, that is not the time and place. There is no reason. Like, there is literally not an ounce of a reason to forgive her for that shit. It was no accident. No. That's the other thing. It that, was not a fucking accident. That's what me and Aunt were talking about. There is no other way around this. The only reason that happens because he's black. Yeah. If it had been a white man, she would not have pulled her gun that fast. If it had been a white woman, she definitely wouldn't have pulled her gun, period. Yeah. The only reason is because he was a black man in her apartment, allegedly. But that's fucking bullshit. Like, what kind of dumbass do you have to be to think that somebody else's shit is your shit and it don't look nothing like your shit? There's no way that your apartment and his apartment look the same. No. <laughs> and they show, like... The, the um the layout and yeah. the images of there yeah like his apartment looked straight up like a dude apartment exactly <laughs> like just straight up like a bachelor ass fucking place like you know she didn't have all that like shit was in proper places and everything he looked like just a nigga that stayed by himself as a nigga that stayed by myself that's how my fucking house <laughs> literally it's like bro why is that shit there it's me <laughs> cause it's my shit <laughs> uh what's we also have to mention this part of it. As anybody that knows, that listens, I am not a conspiracy theorist by any means. But something happened that 
it's so weird that I don't know how uh, it it's telling. Okay, so one of the witnesses in the trial was Joshua Brown, mm-hmm. who was his next door neighbor. He stayed across the hall from him. On Saturday, Friday night, Joshua Brown was shot and killed. What? In the mouth, and I believe in the shoulder. He was shot. Died instantly. They don't know how or why he was shot. Do they know who did it? No. So 10 days after you testify and a cop goes to jail for murder, you wind up dead. That's crazy. And also, he said that he had never personally met both of them until the day of the shooting. Like, he always hears his voice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, like, we stay in an apartment, that's, that's how it is. Yeah. But, yeah, he met him that day. Bruh, that's wild. I didn't know that. Yeah, that they're still investigating. But that blue that blue line bullshit, that's that shit. That's why I ain't never fucked with it. No. Fuck that. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Was he white or black? Well. Damn. Yeah. And then also, they didn't let it was an, uh, another girl, she was black, another one of his neighbors, they didn't let her testify. Hmm. Now, everybody keeps showing the the video of his brother hugging uh, old bitch, I ain't even gonna say her name, fuck her. Um, but also, they need to start playing Botham's mom talking about how corrupt of a trial that was. That judge looked like a fucking clown. That's another layer to the whole situation. Like a black woman. Like how many how many of those people she didn't send to jail for murder she hug and give them a Bible and tell them words of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah. It's because you know that lady because she works for the police department and you work. That's why you can't have these trials like in you, it has to be some level of accountability because they're going to cover each other's asses because they're in it together. That's why corruption happens. Mm-hmm. You think that they're going to fully throw the book at her if she's a police? No, because police will take that out on other people because they're vindictive like that. So do the, well, I've, uh, I'm just like my mind's all over the place. Did the guy that Geiger was having an affair with, did he lose his job? Do we know? Cause isn't that like grounds for termination? Is it, I don't think you can fraternize like that in a police force. I think it's unethical, but I don't think it's like, I mean, cops fuck each other. That's, that's one of those things that kind of like you can't be all out in public, but that shit happens. Yeah. Hmm. And you know, not all cops, of course, because some of our friends are cops, but <laughs> some of our friends are also against corrupt ass fucking cops. So yeah. So 
Yeah, this this shit's wild, bro. Like, if y'all still don't think that our justice system is fucked, y'all ain't paying attention. Y'all ain't living. Y'all, I don't know what y'all doing. They live in bubbles. Cause you don't. Cause honestly, like, you don't even have to know every little detail to see what the fuck is going on. But if <clears throat> our worldview is so different from theirs that they look at it as it well, can't shit doesn't be. happen to me, so yeah. why would it happen to you? Exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. is still like so closed minded. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. The traumas of just being black. I tell Existing. you. Existing. I tell you. I tell you. We have to think about things on such a deeper level all the time like it can never just be black and white for us we have to literally divulge into all aspects of situations and make sure that we are seeing things clearly and not from a certain level of anger because of who we are but also making sure that we're not missing anything if anybody is trying to play us or get over on it like it's just so much all the time i'm tired (laughs) it's exhausting my body is weary it's exhausting and it does make me fear that if I am lucky enough to bring <clears throat> children into this world, that they got to deal with this bullshit too. They are because nobody is like, we all just trying to every, not we all, but a lot of people are just trying to escape the fact that racism is still a thing. It like, it just keeps getting pushed to the side and like, we might touch on it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Might brush off some of the dirt. But it's never enough to, like, expose the whole picture. And then when we try to have an honest discourse about it, people are like, oh, y'all always talk about race. Oh, no. Because it's such a major part. It's it's a major part of our society, but it's a major part of our lives specifically. Because we're the ones that are affected directly. Right. <laughs> it's not like people treat uh talking about racism or race almost like it's a it's a uh it's like sports or mm-hmm. talking about music is something you can just put in and just leave it aside at, at times not for us nope our everyday life is based on the idea that white supremacy is real and of course you being a woman that misogyny and all these other uh, all these other elements <laughs> are p- playing a factor in our everyday life mm-hmm. you can choose to be oblivious to that and it will hit you in your face or you can be aware stay woke damn that shit was dope <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dope ass nigga look <laughs> oh ah. <laughs> On a lighter note, I'm about to go to motherfucking Disney World. Yeah, you are. Lucky. It's a small world after all. Y'all leaving this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fall break for all the kids, ain't it? Yep. So we're about to be in Disney. Gonna uh, pull up like. It's not something they f- made. This is some professional like. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
making no homemade shit. Now, my mom did make homemade T-shirts because... So we all gonna be rocking the same shirts. What the shirts look like? I don't know. I haven't even seen them yet. Probably got definitely Mickey ears on them or something. Got to <laughs> the the Disney font. I did want to get that uh, the shirt with the Disney font that said uh, "Childless Millennial" because you know that <laughs> that article that lady tried to shade uh, people our age for going to Disney without kids. Like, bitch. Some of us didn't go to Disney as children. Right. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to turn up, nigga. <laughs> Disney is for everybody. Bruh. I, I don't know why people don't, like, why people act like Disney is just for kids when. It's never been just for kids. It's never. It's always been a family vacation resort. Like, right. So you have to have tough for adults everybody. Adults and children. <laughs> people just be thinking too much of some shit. And they always be trying to uh, tell somebody else how to live their life. I'm about to turn the fuck up at Disney, too. I'm about to be drunk as fuck at Epcot. <laughs> I'm going to every fucking country, and I'm drinking they shit. And if somebody's standing my way, fuck them motherfuckers. This nigga is going international. I'm going international, homie? <laughs> yeah, fuck everybody who's judgmental of older people going to Disney. Y'all just some haters. People get married at Disney. Like, they, like come right. on. Come on. Like... That's a whole like Disney is the most magical place on earth. <laughs> the Suburban podcast was sponsored by Disney World. <laughs> Bro, we've been we have all been. I don't know who's not a fan of Disney. It's so like Disney's so fucking big that it has something for everybody. Who's not a fan of some Disney aspect in and some way? Especially now that they have Marvel and fucking Star Wars. I'm about to turn the fuck up, bro. This for geeks. It's, it's like lit. geek paradise. <laughs> it's lit. It's lit. The mouse's house is dope <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, um, now I am gonna be staying there with my entire family. So at least one day I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do because yeah. I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. Nah, and I'm the only one. And I ain't got no uh, fucking significant other. So I'm about to turn the fuck up. It'll, yeah, it'll still be fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're like, your brother and sister going to be there. That's really all you need. I mean, mom and dad, that's cool or whatever. But going to Disney as an adult with your siblings, <laughs> lit. Way better than fucking when we lit. were kids. Right, when you couldn't do what you wanted to do right. the whole time. Like, now you get to do whatever the fuck. We would have had the budget like a motherfucking okay. real weekend. <laughs> <laughs> y'all get one drink. <laughs> y'all, y'all get one big drink okay. and y'all go share. <laughs> My nigger and Shaz family at Disney World when we were kids, that shit would have been wag as fuck. No real souvenirs. <laughs> you probably just get like a keychain because that's right. all you can afford. It's like $12. <laughs> Or pull the ultimate Dennis Wood senior move. You know, you don't get souvenirs at the game. You get them at Walmart. Oh, right. Exactly. Exactly. They cheaper here. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for the long game. Yep. Nah, that's going to be lit. I really wish I could go. I've never been. You want to go? We can get married at Disney World. That should be dope as fuck. I would love to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. This whole time, I just all I had to do was just be like, "Yo, we can get married in fucking Disney World." Actually, yes. Like, 
Yes, I do accept it. <laughs> do it for the gram. I ain't gonna do. <laughs> do it for the gram. I ain't gonna do. That video was turnt for the longest, bro. Bro, Vine was lit. How did it go away? I want to know how it turned into Instagram. Because it did. Like, essentially, when Vine died, Instagram blew up. Even though I, th- I do think TikTok is kind of... Taking Vine. over. But it's kind of the proper Vine uh, successor. But the only TikToks I've seen have been just, like, music ones, though. I haven't seen. Because Vine used to be, like, comedy. I mean, it's... You know. It's that, too. Dance. I mean, hell, we're at the point now where songs are blowing up off of Vine. I mean, off of TikTok. Like, Old Town Road practically popped off from that. That's true. I don't have TikTok. I don't know how it works. I I had it for a minute. I'm too old for that shit. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what the demographic is, but I feel like it's definitely for the youngsters. Bro, I'm realizing how much, like, like, you... It bothers me when people be talking about uh, when they try to describe all younger people as millennials. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, Generation Z is completely different from us. Yeah, that's true. Like, they got their own shit. I ain't hating on them or nothing. But, yeah. They're what, is, def- what is Z? Are they? It's 90, 96 and after. What? Okay. So, who are before? Who's before us? It's uh, Generation X. Yes, but when does the year? What's the year cut off? I think it's. it's so I was trying it's to explain 19- to like a thirty-four-year-old that he was a millennial. Yeah, and he was disagreeing with me, and I was like, "Nah, fam." <laughs> I think eighty-one is when millennials start. That's what I thought. I think is nineteen sixty-five to nineteen eighty mm-hmm. is Generation X. So my mom is technically Generation X, even though she's practically a boomer. My mom is a boomer. Both of my parents are born in 62. My dad was born in 61, so he's a boomer. And then before that, you have the greatest generation who fought in World War II. And then before that, you have the silent generation. Why are they called the silent generation? I can't remember exactly. I think it's because they're practically in the middle of World War I and World War II. Hmm. Like they come of age like during that time. Transition. Yeah, they're like the, um, the flappers, like in the late twenties and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's that generation. Mm. That was my grandparents. Yeah, it's mine. Well, that's mine. Yeah, no, my grandparents were. My grand. One of my grandparents was. One side of my grandparents was that was them, and then the other one is they were. Greatest generation. My granddad was born in 29 and my grandmother was born in 30. They're greatest generation, man. Okay. 30, 30 something. That shit's crazy. Yeah. To think back that far, but. Meanwhile, my dad's dad was born in 1913. That's wild. His dad was born in 1860. That's wild. (laughs) Niggas out here having kids at 70 years old. Mm-hmm. He was still <laughs> shooting up the club. <laughs> shoot, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're terrible. 
many, how many episodes I'm just going to talk about my grandfather's dicks? <laughs> Man, they were, they were shooting the club up. Rolling, You mean your grandmother? <laughs> yep. Um, so, we're almost out of time. I think we did pretty good, though. Damn, that's um, 3.30. One other, I guess, we end on somewhat positive. Tyler Perry opened up his studio. Finally, and then he had all these niggas out. He had Oprah, Spike Lee, Beyonce in Atlanta for some positive shit. Oh, I need to get on Beyonce website and see what was happening because you know she got the pics up. They were saying that like she had gained weight, but they were saying that she uh looked pregnant. Is four happening? <laughs> Yo, you got changed for a twenty. Wait a minute. Um, I might. You check. Yeah. Damn, got stacked too. Can we just <laughs> be like, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> me this weekend, my like, hold Four ones. If you give me four ones, I'll have a twenty-one. And then we'll figure it out later. <laughs> <laughs> How are we gonna do this? You want me to give you your four ones back? Yes. If you give me a twenty. Yes. That yes. I'm a fucking idiot. Make sure that's twenty. <laughs> That reminds me of when we were doing our practice runs at Drake's at the time when we couldn't figure out the drink. <laughs> like, uh, our tab. Like, all right. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay. I still don't think we did that right, but fuck it. Yeah, I don't know what we were doing. But yeah, um, anything else? Um, I don't think so. I have been, uh, also, I've realized that I've been doing this online dating thing completely wrong. What you mean? I saw one of my friends, who I'm not going to say their name, I saw their profile. They showed me it, and then I was like, this thing is really out here. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> tell me who. I have not seen his profile. That nigga out here, like I don't, I'm not on any shit though anymore. I was like, yo, you a fuck boy? <laughs> <laughs> you a whole ass fuck boy? I'm not surprised. It's always the quiet ones, bro. That shit is wild to me though. Just realizing how all my friends are trash. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them trash. Push me to the edge. All my friends are trash. Oh lord. <laughs> yeah, I think I took it off. Look at my nephew. <laughs> I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. He showed me his profile. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to this man. 
Yo, why is that one blowing up so much? It's just hilarious. It's just so much shade. But, uh, no, our episode, Sorry This Man, like, that shit has like 300 listens. Oh, you mean the episode? Yeah. I don't know. And that's the one where, like, we both own one. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's the title or if like it's that's like, what I'm trying to figure out because there's no way that it could just like blow up without people knowing what it's about. Right. So maybe it was the time. Maybe we just marketed that one properly. I don't know. And then that's the other one that was like 55 minutes too. Maybe we do we need to have shorter episodes? I, I thought about it. Maybe. Maybe we should take a poll. Yeah, I actually came up with a poll. I just haven't put it out of asking that and was something else I wanted to ask. Are the shirts still on sale? Or did that end? Was it just this weekend? Every weekend they're on sale. Oh. And essentially it's like, it's saving you. On the weekends, the shirts are like $20. During the week, the shirts would be like $20 and then sales tax. I mean, sales tax and what's his name? I need to get a hoodie so bad. I can't wait for it to get my hoodie. I can't either. Oh, I got, uh, oh, speaking of which. This came out way better. I thought it would. Ooh, I like that. When I redesign the Who's Cam one, it's, it's like this size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I need to. That's three things on my list that I need to get out of our. <laughs> and I also, public. I felt kind of weird because I redesigned. Well, I didn't redesign. I just fixed. Whew. I'm gonna upload this tonight. I'm not going to have time right now. That's cool. We're getting it done on Monday, so. You got time. Right. I ain't going to have to edit shit. Also true. <laughs> also true. We did good. I'm proud. We done good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's the other thing. I kind of feel like having a shorter time period. Yeah. It makes us just get to like get straight to the bullshit. Like I fixed like I didn't like the bottom before. Like how suburban was bigger. Mm. So I I changed it. We got some dope ass shit. So I think I'm gonna get this hoodie. Ooh yes. I just want a classic suburban white one. Go with my white hat. And my white vans. The crew neck off. Swag. Oh, man. Fall swag. I need to get me some Tim's. I saw some in Plato's closet the other day. Should have did it. <laughs> there was only like 50. They had the nerd to have some Tim's in Burlington for like regular price. I was like, Burlington, what are y'all doing? You're doing it wrong. That's not how this works. Hey, y'all gonna act <laughs> brand new now? <laughs> Sure, Tim's are not, you know, new anymore, but y'all are a re 
sale store. Get it together. <laughs> Act brand new on us now, Burlington <laughs> Coat Factory. I'm honestly surprised they're still in business. Bruh, always they always gonna be a business. <laughs> Have you been in there? When was the last time you went in Burlington? It's been a while. I went for the first time in a long time, a couple weeks ago. And it's like half of the store is empty. Like it just looks like the warehouse that it's always been, but it like this shit used to be lit when we were little. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's where my mama would get our coats every winter. But we would also go in there and get like school clothes and whatever else, like all year. Especially when it was like ur- <clears throat> like the height of urban wear. Oh yeah. Because you can get everything in there. Everything. House of Darion, Rockaware. It was still Echo. some Rockaware shit in there. Echo. Um, <laughs> still some Echo shit there. Still Academics. some Echo shit. Um, yeah, but that used to be lit. Bro, I used to love Echo. Everything Echo. <laughs> like, that shit was dope as fuck. Man, the fashions from like our middle school and early high school years was pretty pretty lit. Remember when Fat Farm was like yes. super big? Wait, somebody Jerbos. <laughs> Forces are coming back. Yeah. They're making a hard comeback. Hey, I've been wanting to talk about this. I know like the uh, marketing scheme that black forces are what criminals wear. I want a pair of black forces so bad right now. I want now. black and white forces. Oh, yeah. We got to get some black forces just go rob some motherfuckers. I'm like a broke sneakerhead. Like, <laughs> I want all the cool tennis shoes that I just cannot afford. That was me from 25 to 29. I love sneakers. I spent so much money on fucking sneakers. I've never, I I literally just got to the point where I can actually spend money on sneakers like a couple years ago. It started when I was in college and I was getting uh, my uh, student loan money. I would definitely always buy a pair of J's. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. Man, now I'm still paying for those <laughs> J's. <laughs> uh, YOLO. It's a trap. <laughs> YOLO. So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.